Hello and welcome to the first episode of The E-Files, a podcast series exploring emotional intelligence. I'm Ashley Brennan. And I'm Georgia Kelly. On this week's episode, we are discussing loyalty. If you'd like to know more about what this podcast series is about, head to our Instagram page at Iconicus Team, I-C-O-N-I-C-U-S Team, where we uploaded some very cute short videos elaborating a little more about ourselves, the series and other fun things. And if you would please be so kind as to give us a follow, tell your friends, tell your fam, anyone you can think of. That would be great. So this podcast is called The E-Files, as in The Emotional Files. Obviously loyalty isn't directly an emotion, but we thought it would be a really good one to start with because it encapsulates so many different emotions. Like it brings up so many emotions. It's got to do with so much emotional growth and intelligence for everyone. Um, And we just thought it would be a good space for us to break down exactly what we think about it, where we stand on issues, what loyalty means to us, what we expect from people that we're loyal to and everything like that. And then therefore, if you're listening to this, hopefully it can be a space for you to come to conclusions yourselves about what you think about it, what where you stand on loyalty. And if you're a loyal person inherently, if you have to teach yourself to be loyal, whatever. Definitely. I think it all, what you, what you put out comes back to you. Mm-hmm. I think from listening to this hopefully people may realize like oh well actually that is why that person reacted that way or whatever and so because maybe I didn't act a certain way or that's why you can maybe articulate yourself a little more about um how you feel yeah because I would say it's not like we know anything more about loyalty than the next person we don't have like the answers but I think even just the process of thinking about something on a deep level is an important thing to do in order to be emotionally intelligent that's like what emotional intelligence kind of is Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to kick things off by asking Georgia, what does loyalty mean to you? So, yeah, obviously I had thought about this before we started the podcast because I actually hadn't articulated before what I think about loyalty, even though it, it has been relevant in my life lots of times. Um, and I eventually kind of concluded that to me, loyalty is um, a lifestyle. It's not just being loyal in specific situations. Obviously, everyone would call themselves loyal. Like, you're loyal to your friends. You're loyal to, like, your family. But to me, it's about just generally having a mindset that is loyal. You have people's back. You're not trying to fuck people over. You're not trying to, like... You're trying to be there for people and be someone that people, like, automatically can trust and have in their head as a trustworthy person. So to me, it's all about being a consistently loyal person. Like if some, if you see someone, even like a tiny situation, like if you see someone who's like we're in an awkward position in a group conversation, like they tell a joke and it falls flat, like be that person that will laugh <laughs> just to have their back. Obviously, that's not loyalty per se, because if like especially if it's not someone that you're close with, but it's just that idea that like you're not you're there for other people to yeah. help other people out. what would you say loyalty is I would say like brief definition unwavering support because Mm. I believe I completely agree with you I think it's a lifestyle I think it's a perspective and Mm. I think it can be as like anything like any emotion there's a spectrum and for loyalty there's like spectrum and then sub sub spectrum and sub spectrum and so you can have that instance where it's in a group and you can be the person who laughs at that bad joke because you don't want the person to feel embarrassed but 
<laughs> we've all been there yeah that's literally <laughs> here in my friendship um and then it actually is our friendship because like literally we're the only people who would laugh at each other's yeah jokes. all the time <laughs> um, but yeah i feel as a blanket statement it's unwavering support because mm-hmm. if you've felt like someone doesn't have your back to me that feeling is one of the worst feelings in the world absolutely and it actually it's so important I feel like that's actually one of the most important things because it's so entwined with trust as well Mm -hmm. that if you want to build any relationship a friendship or or like a romantic relationship or a family relationship you have to be able to trust the other person it's knowing that they care about you enough to stand up for you or to be there for you or even if you do something wrong you're not scared of telling them because you know that they're still going to be there for you that kind of stuff for sure um, which isn't always the case though and we can go into those yeah. emotions a bit later kind of the rebound effects of yeah. loyalty and being and, and losing loyalty or having experienced disloyalty yeah. so then that brings me to my next yeah. question like turn turning that previous question on its head what is disloyalty yeah that, yeah exactly that's kind of what I was getting into there that like disloyalty I was saying earlier is almost easier to describe because it's everyone knows when they've been with a disloyal person or if they've experienced disloyalty it's when someone doesn't have your back or even if it's something small like they some they overheard someone bitching about you they didn't stand up for you to something big like cheating on you in a relationship or something like that it's just not having your back it's not being there for you and Mm. yeah you said unwavering support it's have it's not supporting you exactly because it's I suppose Again, why it's such a good first base to run off because it's relevant to everything. Yeah. Um, exactly. The lack of support ties into lack of respect. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It's also so intensely tied in with respect as exactly. well. Exactly. So if you have, if there's respect present, if there's trust present, if there's um, support present, mm. then there's that's that loyalty. loyalty. And that's positive loyalty because obviously mm. there's negative loyalty which we'll Mm. also get into in a bit but that's the positive spectrum of loyalty disloyalty is the opposite of loyalty but therefore (laughs) the opposite of having your back exactly bye guys Um, okay well then let's get right into it the problems of loyalty this was something when I was kind of brainstorming my opinion on loyalty that was something that actually came up quite quickly for me was like the obvious negative side of being loyal to someone I think especially and I think we actually might differ a little bit more on this because Mm -hmm. I obviously consider myself a loyal person as I said I try and live a loyal and supportive lifestyle but I definitely always try and see the bigger picture at the same time I think I would struggle more with blindly having someone's back than you would yeah for example I would try like obviously say with our friendship because it's like the closest friendship in my life I always do have your back and I actually that's never wavered but definitely I would I look at individual situations more and think, okay, well, what about this, this, this? Whereas I think you just would be like, blindly, I'm George's best friend, so I'm going to be loyal to her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, for sure. And I think um, neither are that bad. Yeah. Because... They both make sense. They both make sense. And definitely mine is to do... My, my perspective of being blindly loyal is more to do with an immaturity. So the older I've gotten, the more emotionally intelligent I've gotten, therefore I can rationally break down a situation. However, I definitely am more like, 
Mm. Well, if she ran over that person, <laughs> like, I'm not going to rat her out. Like, yeah. or not that you would rat me out, <laughs> yeah. but you would certainly have, like, you'd need to take a yeah. minute that I'd Definitely. just murdered someone. <laughs> Definitely would need to take a minute. But I think I'd be like, Oh, like I need to take a minute but like alright yeah. <laughs> where's the shovel no. which I, I do actually admire that I always you've because you've always been like staunchly like that like for years even literally for as long as I've known you you, you are that's like just a defining trait that you're like aggressively loyal um, and it is admirable I think there's like such a place for it in a friendship I think I just it's also my personality to just see too many other sides. Like it's also, it's a good thing. Cause obviously I think I make good judgment calls a lot of exactly. the time, but like most of the time, but also it's a bad thing in that. Like, do you really need to see every single side of every situation? It's gotten me in so much trouble before being, trying to un- make everyone happy or understand everyone's yeah. point of view. It's like that, that doesn't actually help you. You have to be a little bit selfish in the way you live your life because otherwise you're just going to be a people pleaser. Okay, well, that that brings me to kind of the main point that I, when George and I were brainstorming this before, that I said that, what is is the issue? Okay, so the balance of those two perspectives, because obviously at the the baseline, or Mm -hmm. the bottom line of that is, is that we both have each other's backs. You definitely maybe venture in to maybe a few more perspectives and you're trying to think Mm -hmm. about everyone more and all that. And while that is obviously actually the, definitely the better more rational, logical thought process. That was so many words. <laughs> that, that you know, I was going to say when you were saying that me being kind of um, more sort of aggressively loyal, but if I ask you to be loyal, yeah. if I say to you now, okay, well, I need you to do, I just need you to yeah. not question that. I need Definitely. you, that if that came up with someone that you just, you just defend mm. me, you to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you might question me privately or whatever because, maybe, I mean, I can't think of an example where you'd have to yeah. question me privately. <laughs> In the same vein, I think the world could do with more aggressive loyalty mm. because aggressive loyalty doesn't always mean blind loyalty. Yeah. And that kind of ties into the emotional maturity part that I was saying earlier. I was definitely aggressively loyal since from the onset. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, it's my aggressive loyalty is carefully placed. Yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah. But that is from, like I was going to say as well, loyalty. There's a book by uh, Josiah, 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 (laughs) Royce. It's a really hard name to say. Josiah Royce. (laughs) Josiah Royce. (laughs) And he's a philosopher um, from the early 1900s. And he wrote a book called The Philosophy of Loyalty. And it's actually very good. But in, I think it's either in that book or he wrote a series of lectures separate, but it's called The Art of Loyalty. Mm. And I thought that was such an interesting title because art is a skill. Yeah, exactly. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. That's skill what I takes was thinking. practice. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking because that's what I was saying at the start. If You mightn't realise where you stand on loyalty, but w- once you have time to reflect on it, everyone does have an, your own opinion. And if you want to strive to be a more loyal person, it's it's a skill that you're going to have to develop and it's a choice. Mm. Definitely it's a choice because I think people do fall naturally into kind of a bitchy mode, especially if you don't have much to talk about. Like you're just bored, you're in college, you're in work, whatever. All the time you see it constantly, it reverts back to gossiping and bitching. Bitching with someone that's just on their lunch break, you're going to see them again in 10 minutes. Like, um, But if yeah. you want to... <laughs> well, obviously, I'm not a saint. Obviously, everyone bitches. But I think if you want to strive to not be that type of person, it's a skill that you're going to have to develop yeah. to Effort. choose. Yeah. But that's even, that comes as like, that ties into being present. 
Mm. If you're present in the moment, you're yeah. not gonna. You're it's gonna be aware of what you're doing. Exactly, yeah. mindfulness. You're gonna yeah. be aware of like, what you're wait, doing. Wait, what am I actually saying here? Do I care about this? Yeah, and I think it's exactly like I'm glad you tied it back in because it's it's an it's a skill and it takes effort. It takes mindfulness. It takes awareness, and self awareness is really mm. the key to emotional intelligence. Yeah, that brings me back to when I was brainstorming loyalty the negative side of loyalty came up and for me that was struggling with the idea of being loyal to someone that you love like you choose who you're loyal to so if I am loyal to like a couple of people in my life like whatever my best friend my sister stuff like that if I'm (laughs) (laughs) sorry um and if you're loyal to those people as a rule which I do think I am (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. pause for your sister to storm in and disagree <laughs> but then if you're staunchly basically if you're staunchly loyal to people then how do you deal with the issue that if they do something that you genuinely disagree with yeah or if two of those people come into conflict with each other so to take an example like my sister and you mm. you're two of my best friends you you all know we all know each other how do you choose who to be loyal to in that situation if it's a situation involving the three of us? Or if one of you does something that I really disagree with, how do you decide then? Are you, sh- should you be blindly loyal anyway? Well, I was going to say I'm the wrong person to ask because I would yeah. just... I, I think I'd just accept it. Be but, blindly loyal. Yeah, I would go away and I'd be annoyed privately, I think. Yeah. Also, if I think if it came down to you and your sister and me, number one, I don't think there would be a situation where we'd put you in something like that because I think you can perhaps equate that something doesn't matter. Yeah. So I can't think, but if it was somewhere like if your sister and I got in a fight, mm. well, you just stay out of it because yeah. it's me and your sister. And I think that also comes back to what I was saying, that when you live a loyal life, that's what people expect of you. So you both know the type of person I am. I'm not someone that's going to flip and flop on different sides. You would both respect the fact that I wouldn't want to be involved in a situation Absolutely. that's like bitchy I or something that you agree. both know I'm in an awkward position. I'd be loyal to both of you. So therefore, it would be kind of a non-issue because you would just both know I'd be loyal to both of you. Absolutely. And I think that's happened even in our friend group. If I know mm. someone's annoyed someone in terms of our girl group, yeah, I, I like I've never really... No one, none of us have really gone to one side or the other because yeah. like well we'll be an ear to each other if that's the case it's never been yeah. a big enough issue that someone else is yeah. truly involved and there's a divide yeah because they know the type of people we are that we're not going to be taking sides no even if you want us to we're loyal to everyone yeah. in the group exactly and you can be loyal in the in the moment in a conversation where, like if you're a good listener mm. you can take on someone's yeah. Like, let's say I'm thinking now, if you don't like someone that I like and you want to have a bitch about them or not even, they just annoyed you somehow, you know that, like, you're telling me and you know that I don't agree with you. Mm. But I'm still going to be loyal yeah. to you and listen to you. Yeah. But that I'm comfortable enough in myself to be like... Mm. And then also, if I'm not comfortable enough to hear what you're saying, mm. I'm you loyal enough it. to that person yeah. to go, um, well, no, actually, gee, I don't really want you to talk about that. Like, mm. obviously... Yeah, I know. I, that's actually, that just reminds me that, that I've actually been in that situation before. I've struggled with coming to that um, decision. Like, it's coming to understand where I stand on it, where I've been with people so many times and they start bitching or they start, you know, giving out about someone. Even if it's something about something so small, it's so insignificant. They're not being ruthless, you know, they're not being mean. Yeah. It's just kind of mindless bitching. And I'm always like, I've struggled so much deciding 
when to hold my tongue, which to me is being loyal by just not saying anything and like not really getting involved. Yeah. And then listening. If it's some say they have a genuine issue, it's not even bitching. They have a genuine issue, like you're saying, they want to talk to you about. Is even listening to them being disloyal to the other person? Should you like be like, because I'm not a very, um, I can sometimes be not very assertive. So I find it hard to be like, sorry, no, I know like you're having an issue. But I read, I, I just don't want to hear it. I want to stay out of it. That's not someone that I, no, I find it easy to be. So then and that's like, really hard regardless. Yeah. Like Sometimes I feel so guilty after I've kind of indulged in a conversation. Sure. But it's, it's just because I'm trying not to get involved. But then it's like sometimes you definitely should actively get involved. But then that's what we're saying. That's being we're actively saying. loyal and living a proactive. Hard. No, it is hard. And it's definitely an adult thing because you're... Like think about even back to school. Mm. Like when I think back to school, I just think of like secondary school. I just think... Just like that, just conversations or to walk away being like, I hope yeah. that doesn't get back to that person. Because that's not how I feel. And that's not what I think. Yeah. Or you say something and then afterwards you're like, why did I even say that? I don't even think that. Like, I like that person. They don't bother me at all. Why yeah. did I start giving out about their, like, haircut? It's, <laughs> that's exactly. But that's the point. You like, know. how funny. That's why it's a skill. And that, exactly. And that's the beauty of, well, I find so much, like, satisfaction mm. in realising how, how, easily that can happen and how blatantly that can happen throughout how many times a day Mm -hmm. but actually that's practicing disloyalty yeah yeah and like you can regain control by realizing that and being different about it and going not just it's not as blanket as i'm not going to bitch yeah but it's about learning to listen yeah make have your own opinions on things and make them up and if you don't it's okay you don't have to have an opinion straight away Mm -hmm. hold your thoughts bank your questions as my brother says all the time and figure it out yourself privately and then move yeah. from there. Yeah, because even acknowledging that you didn't like what you did in that conversation, that's half the battle. It's it's a, it's that's what this podcast is also kind of about is just being self-aware and being mindful, even just acknowledging that you didn't like what you did there, but you're not going to do it next time. We're going to strive to not do it again. That's, you know, that's yeah. good. So. We- well, actually, this can bring us to. As I mentioned earlier, the art of loyalty, Mm -hmm. but the conflict of loyalty was another um, essay title by Josiah Royce. Um, And so this, uh, these lectures, I think, were, um, they're scholarly in debate. So now they're quite old. I think like these are around from early 1900s, like 1910. But they were saying that the conflict, one of the conflict of loyalty one of the conflicts of loyalty is multiple loyalties like we've just been mm-hmm. discussing because multiple loyalties in a sort of roundabout way equals disloyalty. Yeah. Because how can, can you... Exactly. So how can you be loyal yeah. if you've multiple loyalties? It's really hard. Mm. That's what... Because, yeah, because I was just imagining a situation there where if my sister told me a story about you or something she'd heard about you on the street, whatever. <laughs> on, on the, the street. street. <laughs> You never know what's going around. Um, And she was like, but don't tell Ashton because I'm not supposed to know that. Or whatever, you know, people say don't tell Ashton because, you know, I don't want her to know or I shouldn't know that or they told me not to tell anyone. Yeah, it could hurt her feelings or like, I don't want her thinking I said that, whatever. That's such a hard position to be in. Such a hard position because, and I've said this to you before, my immediate reaction as a person who's aggressively loyal is like, well, you'd have to tell me. But actually, is it better for my well-being that you tell me? that? I think that should be the guiding question. And that's, yeah, that's exactly where the conclusion I came to was like, 
if you're going to be loyal to someone, you're loyal to me and I'm loyal to you. We would choose to be loyal to each other because we know each other inside out and we would trust each other's judgment. Mm. So you would trust my judgment in that, like, obviously, if it was really important, I would tell you and I would have to tell you, even if it meant breaking my sister's trust a little bit, if it was, if I deemed the situation important enough, I would tell you. Yeah. And then also if I deemed the situation not important enough and I was going to choose to be uh, loyal to my sister, then I would expect you to understand and trust my judgment on that, like, I shouldn't have told you in that situation. Yeah. Because I was told not to. Yeah, and I think it's so contextual. And those are the challenges regarding loyalty. Like, that is the true conflict of loyalty, that mm-hmm. it's contextual and circumstantial based, like, pretty much always. Like, yeah. you can have a perspective, you can have loyalty as a lifestyle, and that is what we've been saying. And I do think that that is, it's a vibe. Like, even if you think mm-hmm. about the new friends that I've made um, recently, like, I've only known... Quiva, my friend, for a little bit, but I already know that I trust her. Yeah. Um, I already know that she lives a loyal lifestyle because she's not bitchy. She yeah. and like she literally exudes all the things we've been talking about. Um Yeah, that's another thing where loyalty comes in a lot. Or when trusting someone's judgment comes in a lot. When someone's in a relationship, they always tell their other half everything. And that's so fair. Like, even me, when I'm in a relationship... Well, actually, I've held my tongue a few times yeah, in, no, like, you in have. more recent years because just because I'm, like, Dublin's so small, blah, blah, blah. And also, like, obviously being loyal to you. Yeah. I'm not going to spill all your secrets. You. But, <laughs> like, as a rule, people do tell their other half For everything. sure. And I was... So, like, that's actually a mm. huge lesson I've learned now. Like, yeah. I will not be doing that going forward. Yeah. Like... I, it's not even in, like, this shows you how much my attitude has changed towards loyalty since having to experience different things regarding disloyalty now and having to be self-aware about it, that I, it's not even in my psyche to tell partners things. Yeah. It's just, I, because it's just Dublin's too small. Yeah. Your loyalty, your opinion of me and your trust is so much more important to me than the external validation of telling the partner. Mm. Like, why would you need to tell your partner? Unless it's something that's really grating away with you, at you and you need help, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of more understandable. Obviously, you can confide in your partner. Everyone expects that. But it is so annoying when you're telling someone something that's been in a long-term relationship or even not even that long-term relationship, just a relationship. And it's like, after you go away from the conversation, you're like, oh, I bet you they're going to tell your yeah. partner. Or like a, a month later, when something comes up, you realize that their partner's friends with a guy in your college course. Then you're like... Uh, yeah. are they gonna now is there a chance that that could get around or is a chance that they've already had that conversation that like they, they think I think that or blah blah it is just a tricky one I think that, yeah that's that's life that's life and that's where choosing to choosing the people that you expect loyalty from very wisely comes in because like the only person I could really trust that wouldn't tell their partners if I asked them to would be now you mm-hmm. after again years of building up loyalty if I think if I said to you if you were in a relationship be like can you not tell them I think I would trust you to not yeah. do it but anyone else I mean who am I to ask even I'm I'm guilty of it myself in the past people have been like oh do you mind not telling yeah. your partner and I'd be like oh yeah no, I won't and then you know I probably could have broken that easily yeah well well that's the thing I mean look like w- like you shouldn't be with someone who isn't going to respect your Number one, they should be, they should respect you enough that they won't yeah. say anything. Repeat it back Repeat again. It back. That's a huge thing. And B, if they're with you, they should respect your best friend and your friends enough. Or your Definitely. mom or whatever, whatever yeah. you're telling them. But it, the f- first thing is, they should respect you enough that 
if you tell them not to tell anyone, they shouldn't tell anyone. Shouldn't tell anyone. Yeah. But again, it's integrity. It's a li- yeah. it's a perspective and it's a lifestyle. Yeah. And I think people, like you said earlier, people think they're way more loyal than they actually are. And that's a great example because how many times have you told a partner something and it's escaped? And like, you have to mm. sit and talk to them about it and not get mad at them because technically who are you to ask? Yeah. But at the same time, be devastated in a sense because that was a really disloyal thing to do. And it now has betrayed my mm. trust and hurt my feelings and also the damage control. <laughs> <laughs> damage control is the worst thing ever in uh, any situation. No, it gives me hives. Yeah, it's really stressful. Especially if you have that <laughs> that anger. It's like kind of irrational, as you were just saying, but that anger you feel towards someone that's done something stupid like that, like just didn't hold their tongue or they just spilled the beans. You're like, oh my God. I know. So annoying. <laughs> so, anyway. it's so annoying. <laughs> Moving on. No. We can talk about integrity in another episode. Um, Something that also came up is that recently, like in the last couple of months, I had like a quarter life crisis to do with cheating because I was just hearing so many stories of people cheating. Um, Like through, even on TV, I was just so aware of it. Like if a couple on TV were cheating or like obviously these weren't people that I knew very well like anyone like that I heard in college or in work or anything it just like that. seemed so rampant it was one of those of things sudden. yeah it was one of those things where like the stars aligned and like in my life I heard a couple of different people being cheated on or cheating or whatever and it made me really question how common loyalty actually is because I would have always assumed because I never had personal experience with cheating before I always assumed everyone was just kind of loyal like people that cheated were like that was kind of something in the distance like that I didn't really have to deal with and then obviously if you ask anyone like oh yeah I'm a loyal person like everyone aspires Mm -hmm. to be a loyal person everyone would probably consider themselves a loyal person if you ask them on a superficial level but then it's like no conversely you're clearly not because cheating is so common but that's the thing if like I think well number one I think it came to fruition because we're older now yeah. When you're younger, cheating isn't That's true actually. That common a thing because people aren't getting together. No, that's not true though. I knew loads of couples I know who loads cheated. Of younger couples, but I feel like it's prop just more common naturally the older you get because you have more time like in your life to have experiences. And I yeah, it's oh it's a tough one because there's so many levels to cheating, mm. but I feel like yeah, obviously, and obviously cheating is complicated. There's different reasons, but if we look at it in a simple simplified way, cheating yeah. is a breaking of loyalty. 100%. And no, yeah, no, and I, I don't even mean to question all the different levels to cheating. I just mean that when, even if you, so when I was saying you, you, there's loads of couples, even when we were younger, mm. that were cheating. Yeah, but those relationships weren't deep relationships. Yeah, it it matters now because we're all getting into deeper, deeper, yeah. more complex, more real relationships, and that's what being an adult is. And I think, well, it was just bringing it back around because you said earlier, like you're going to have to deal with disloyalty in your life, and that kind of what my that's kind of what my thinking was when I realised that like cheating does happen. I was like, okay, this actually is really hard. Not everyone has that strong, natural, loyal bond that I have. Yeah. Where not everyone, like, quote unquote, me, lives a lifestyle of loyalty. Yeah. Um, Literally, so, if you do, if you say one bitchy thing about someone, someone's yeah, going to be like, hey. I like, I'm so, walked myself into a box. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a realisation that shit happens, basically. And then, therefore, what are you going to do about it? So then, so, I suppose you can take sorry I moved away from the mic you can shit does happen and I think disloyalty let's say in the form of cheating or betrayal Mm. 
Yeah, betrayal. Because, yeah, it's not... Yeah, I would actually argue that whatever mm. the betrayal is, the feeling of betrayal mm. is so, so, so disgusting and festering and horrible. Yeah. Like, if you've like really sour. felt... It's sour. And it messes with you. Mm. And truly, that's what made me cop the hell on to how I want to be loyal because I never want people to feel how I've felt when I've been betrayed yeah because it's it's not it's not nice and it's not a nice and that was that rings around to my point about how how we need more loyalty in the world Mm. because you can become bitter from betrayal you can absolutely that's my next point was going to be if you've experienced betrayal or even someone close to you experiencing betrayal so like for me, seeing all those stories made me realise people weren't loyal necessarily. It makes it so hard to trust other people. Like it sticks with you. It's, it's yeah. It really actually affects you. Like even me getting into a new relationship, loyalty now is going to, every time I get into a new relationship, is going to have to be something that's built up over so much time because yeah. I have so little trust in like society to not betray me. Yeah. Obviously that sounds terrible, but it's like it's so depressing. Mean, yeah, no, but it's so true. But it's true. I think, and I think that's normal. The older you get, the more realistic you are. You're not like naively falling into relationships every which way. But I just, it, it was a realization for me that loyalty definitely is something that I will need time to believe. That's so funny. Someone. I don't know if I feel it towards relationships. I feel like romantic ones. I feel it towards friendships. Yeah. Like, oh, definitely am... with friendships as well. Friendships are like a slow process for me. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Very slow. They're not a slow process for me. I'm like <laughs> in there. But I now have... But you wouldn't expect... Oh, would you expect loyalty from a new friend? I don't think I would. That's my point. I don't think I would be a new friend with someone unless I already from the onset like get loyalty. Yeah, but I think just because they seem loyal, they mightn't be. No, for I sure. And I mean, the only t- way you can tell if someone's really loyal to you is over time. Absolutely. Mm. But like we said earlier, like, well, obviously you can't go around not trusting yeah, everybody. <laughs> not. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't make any friends. A true loyalty. <laughs> like, obviously, obviously I trust people, but I don't have that big trust issues. But I think true trust. Yeah. Like, deep, no, for deep, sure. Deep, deep is just takes time. No, I know. I was thinking about it because I have a friend who I've had um, since I was probably like four. No, probably five. And we were in school together, but she now lives away. And um, I'll just shout her out because she'll be happy, Lucy. (laughs) She's someone who I'm sure if I met now, we would be friends. But we are truly... Mm. She's the person that's up there with you technically because of the amount of time we've been friends. Whereas I would not apply that logic to anyone else. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, Yeah. no, I wouldn't. I haven't been friends with some people for very long, technically, and I would trust them tenfold mm. over people I've been friends with, friends with for years. For yeah, years. That's true, actually. That's true. Yeah. But I still agree with you that true loyalty is mm. tested over time and that's the issue yeah. that those people I've known them for so long and they haven't shown their loyalty mm. that doesn't mean they're disloyal Disloy- people like, it doesn't mean you can't be friends with them it's no. just like you're never going to get to a certain deepness of friendship probably yeah but that brings me what I just remembered now was um if trust or loyalty is broken do you think that you can come back from it and rebuild it and re do you think yeah if, lo- if someone really betrays you breaks your trust breaks your loyalty can you come back from that can you rebuild it I think you can I think you 
technically can. Yes, of course. But I, I was thinking that earlier. I think it's so hard and I don't know if I've ever seen it genuinely being done. I've seen it being done in romantic relationships. I haven't seen it being done in a friendship. And that's possibly because romantic love is different to friendship love. Yeah, it just is a bit different. And if some if two people feel that they're enough for each other and they can fix it and they know they're both willing to come meet each other equally at the table, take a seat at the table and work on mm. it, whatever means through therapy or whatever it is, even just like discussion. In a friend scenario, I feel like people would just be like, well, I've got enough friends, see, I wouldn't want to be you. Mm-hmm. And that's why people do that with romantic relationships Definitely. too because they might realise that relationship or whatever, that fling, it doesn't matter. Oh, well, bye. Mm-hmm. So... So what have you seen examples of people that have broken each other's trust and then they've rebuilt it? I can't think of any stories of my life that I that I know personally that have that's happened to, but of course you hear stories of couples that have affairs and then they work through it. Like literally all the time you hear kind of stories like that. Yeah. I just can't think of anyone in my personal life that I know of. Yeah, and it totally depends on it depends like on I said such circumstances. Yeah, it's so yeah. circumstantial. Like you have to again come to the table, have a discussion. Yeah. You have to be equals. Usually. honesty you have to be so honest yeah the lack of honesty oh that's yeah. hard it's so hard it's really that's a breaking that's a betrayal in itself someone not being honest with you when you when you're asking them point blank just be honest yeah and then they lie anyway oh my god it's that's so betrayal. it's making me want to vomit <laughs> it's so hard i actually despise that yeah but why do you think again it's self-awareness mm. you're if you're lying it's because you don't want to admit something to yourself yeah or to the other person it's selfish as well. Like yeah. you just know, you're like, oh, if I tell them the truth, then this is going to happen and I don't want it to happen. So I'm just not going to tell them the truth. Isn't that essentially what lying is? For sure. But I think I find, I find so much like bravery in honesty. So much bravery. Like I find it. Like yes. I like myself more when I'm honest. Like I yeah. don't care what, yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about romantic partners here because I was about to say I don't care what you think. <laughs> if I it care. Was, yeah, exactly. Like that's so horrible. Of course I'd care. But I, I just mean that I, yeah. I definitely don't care as much now as in like, I'm going to tell you that this is what I was thinking. You know, I have to put my money where my mouth is. Mm. If I'm lying to you, you know, please call me up on it. But I, yeah. And uh, that's what, I was saying earlier, like, we're not obviously perfect, but I find that so cool, inspiring, like, so makes me want to be friends with someone or, you know, if I'm in a relationship with someone, that's such, like, a turn on <laughs> in a least sexual way. <laughs> that if they're Amazing. able to be loyal, if they're able or able to be honest and they're able to speak openly, they're, they're not afraid to say something, even if it's awkward, that is obviously so much better. Yeah. That's what, like, I'm too exhausted to hear bullshit. Yes. But then, okay, well, an interesting question I thought is about where is loyalty's place in a breakup or a divorce or a oh, losing of yeah. a friendship? Like any breakup, yeah. I mean, on any terms. When you're not in that person's life anymore. Exactly. Where does definitely, definitely, if it was someone that you were loyal to, that loyalty shouldn't disappear. I definitely, definitely, obviously don't think that. Mm. I think it's just a matter and that's where loyalty ties in with respect. It's just respecting them. Yeah. So you don't have to be loyal to them. You're like, you know, you don't have to necessarily have their back or anything like that, especially if they've kind of done you wrong. But still having their basic respect for them is yeah. what I would 
imagine is expected with a breakup or an end of a friendship or something completely I think it's the respecting I think I would never want someone to particularly I mean it'd be nice to hear that someone defended me or something mm. but I would it's kind a of lot to ask. Yeah, yeah I would never expect it but I really do have expectations on respect like yeah. it, it's not hard to just not be running your mouth or mm. not be putting you in awkward situations yeah. and not be like implement implicating you implementing <laughs> yeah implicate exactly so how after discussing all of that do you feel like you understand loyalty better <laughs> yes i do georgia um yeah i think it was such a really interesting thing to unpack because like we when we were formatting this episode the huge issue we came across was well loyalty isn't an emotion yet mm. holy mother it makes you like it's so relevant to all your other emotions absolutely and i think that's the key thing we wanted to make this we wanted that the, we wanted this to be relevant within the podcast and when, within the episode um i think loyalty is a perspective i think it's tricky and i think with some self awareness you really find mm. such satisfaction in knowing what you're doing yeah. and how you the pride you feel when you know that you haven't betrayed someone accidentally or willfully or the confidence like, in knowing that even you can fix it if you did yeah because being self-aware and taking ownership and responsibility of little things like the constant bitching or something bigger like a betrayal mm-hmm. just own it yeah walk in and be like oh yeah i recognize that was a betrayal because usually when disloyalty happens defensiveness comes second yeah but with emotional intelligence maybe instead of acting on the defensive take a step back listen to what we've said today and be like no I can move on from this if I just treat it with respect I really liked the quote that you had that the art of loyalty because that is completely what we're trying to get at here is that it is like a skill it's something that you do need to be aware of that you need to really take time to understand and to put into practice in your life like literally Obviously, I've just gone on saying that I'm such a loyal person. Obviously, I break it uh, all the time, like accidentally, whatever, without even realizing it. But I think just being aware of it is so important. So that's, yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's important to even just know where you stand on issues. And I feel like I definitely, at least, if if nothing else, I'm clear on where I stand. Exactly. There's such a confidence in knowing where you stand and moving forward from there. Yeah. Um, okay, so guys, to wrap up each episode and this episode as well, we will be inserting clips of people that we know, people that we don't know, any random Joe, mm-hmm. that rhymes, Off the street. Uh, giving their two cents on what each issue or emotion that we discuss each week means to them. And this week it is obviously loyalty. Hope you enjoy that. Hopefully it displays the incredible complexity that is loyalty but the positivity and abundance that it brings. Yes. Loyalty to me is having someone's back and always being there for them no matter what. And just being a good, whether it's friend or partner in life. And yeah. Loyalty is continuous dedication to being there for a loved one. Loyalty is actually a pretty strong... uh, uh, feeling and also it's a I guess a strong emotion uh, it, it, it should be a two-way thing I, mean, I, I would I would define loyalty to be a two-way thing I mean loyalty like if, if two people are loyal to each other uh, then they would not 
uh, even uh, try to put the other person in a situation where they would have to defy uh, morality uh, uh, to maintain the loyalty. So that, and I guess lo- um, quite certain loyalty can mean different things to different people. Uh, I didn't know what exactly loyalty meant to me until uh, until I thought about it. I still don't know, but for me. Loyalty seems to be subconscious. It's a reflex. When it comes to the ones I love, I have a knee-jerk reaction to love and protect them, no matter the circumstances. Loyalty is a necessity for any adult relationship that I'm a part of. I think it's more important than loving someone, trusting someone, because love is a, is a very ethereal quality, whereas trust is something that is broad and um, concrete.